This is Sober in the City. Real life, real addiction, real recovery. For Sober in the City all week, subscribe to our podcast by visiting SoberInTheCity.com or search Sober in the City in the iTunes store. Stick this in a shot glass and shoot it. It's Dangerous Debbie Strand. We're back with more Sober in the City, and I'm Debbie Strand. If you think you or someone you care about might have a problem with drugs, pot, alcohol, food issues, sex, gambling, porn, smoking, huffing, I don't care. Give us a call, 800-SOBER-05. We'd love to hear from you, what you're going through, what your opinion is on the topic, and tell me, what would you like to hear about on Sober in the City? What topic can we kick around for you? Call us 800-SOBER-05 and visit us at SoberInTheCity.com and listen live on the Sober in the City app for both Apple and Android devices and share them with your friends. You got a sponsee driving your nuts? Turn them onto the show. I'll talk to them all night. <laughs> 800-SOBER-05. And in case you're just tuning into Sober in the City, we are talking about living life on life's terms. What does that look like to you? How do you accept that sometimes things can really not go your way? And how do you keep hope for the future? When I first got into recovery and I was taught that in prayer, I was only supposed to ask for God's will and things for myself as it would only serve others. So I thought about praying and I prayed and I thought I'd say, blah, 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 if it's your will, blah, 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 if it's your will, thy will be done, not mine, thy will, not mine. Why pray at all? If it's all about God's will, and I'm to be in acceptance of everything that's thrown my way, why do I pray? Why was I given free will? Only to mess things up? So today, basically, I pray to say thank you, and I pray for others' needs to be met. I'm trying to live in this thing called acceptance. I'm trying to still understand why we're praying and what that's going to do for me, and why am I following God's will? It seems to be the only way. I get punished, but I don't have a punishing God, so I'm a little confused on all this stuff. So I wrote a show on it, and I'm bringing callers in from all over the country, and we're going to start with Bobby Ray. Bobby Ray is my resident wanderer. Are you still out in Vegas, Bobby Ray? I'm here for another week, then I'm going to Phoenix for two weeks, then I'm going to Domino in Austin, Texas. You see what I mean? He's all over the place. He lives, he lives, he lives in Tampa, Florida, but claims to be homeless. He's got more homes than anybody I've ever known. So, Bobby Ray, help me out on this stuff. I'm struggling this week. I'm feeling a little down. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to help you out. But the first thing I want to say is, Debbie, uh, I am full of gratitude for you having me on the show. And uh, I want to say this. I, my whole life is 12-step recovery. And across the nation, uh, the topics that you have on your show, the diversity of the topics are the best I've ever heard. There is no telling how many people you help. And I want to say I appreciate you, Debbie. Thank you, Bobby Ray. Okay? Thank you. Uh, I mean that with all my heart. Uh, facing life on life's terms. Uh, I was going to be real quick today because I thought I had a couple of friends going to be on here. But I'm going to tell you right now, the day we get clean, the day we get sober, we start facing life's terms. But we don't realize it. We don't realize it. The thing is, one day at a time, we start getting clean and sober. And then guess what? Life shows up. <laughs> Three years going through a divorce. Five years 
losing your job, seven years, losing your house, pets die, children that are active in addiction die. And you know what? We don't pick up. And the reason of this is, and I'm not going to violate the traditions of AA, NA, or CA, but the meetings are so important for this one fact. There's somebody in that room that went through the experience that you're going through that can share and tell you how they went through it without drinking and drugging. This is the whole key. This is the best thing about 12-step recovery. We learn to face life without picking up, no matter what. And you know what? It gets better. It's very important. Uh, this is one of the reasons that meetings are so important is that you get that support group, especially with women. Women need that support group because guess what? Life is going to show up in relationship. And you know what? There's going to be somebody there that you can call that will help you through it. This whole thing started with Bill Wilson talking to Dr. Bob, this one guy sharing with another guy his experience and not drinking. You know, um, I really feel that um, from the bottom of my heart that we can go through life not drinking news from what we learn in the rooms. You know, a lot of people don't understand how the program works. But the program is simple. You go to meetings, get a sponsor, and then, you know what? When stuff happens, you can go in that room and share your pain, and somebody in that room will identify with you, and they will talk to you, and it will help you get through the process. You know, it's an overwhelming thing, facing life on life's terms every day. It really is. You know, I woke up last night. I was sleeping in the bushes uh, at the... University Methodist Church, Rock Hill Street from UNLV campus. You know, homeless for 33 months. Best thing ever happened to me in my life. And guess what? I don't use no matter what. The, the, the key concepts of facing life on life's terms is, number one, you stay in the now. You stay in the day. And be, the number two thing is stay grateful. And number three thing is you've got to have a support group. You've got to have people that will pull you through this. You know, and that's all 12-step recovery is. It's, it's one addict helping another addict. It's one alcoholic sharing with another alcoholic. And, Debbie, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> I mean, Bobby, answer you know, this for me. You sound like you study this stuff pretty good in the book and the Bill and the Bob and all that good stuff. The book in one point talks about the promise is that we will be reasonably happy. And then there's another part where it talks about being happy, joyous, and free. What do you think is a reasonable expectation? Is there such a thing as a reasonable expectation in this area? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Expectations? <laughs> <laughs> Debbie, I drank and I used for 38 years. I spent 30 years in prison, okay? <laughs> I am happy, joyous, and free. I got up this morning and went to Starbucks and drank coffee, and I was very grateful. You hear me? Uh-huh. Um, it, but, Debbie, this stuff takes time. This stuff takes time. I know thousands of people across the country that have went through divorces. They have lost their jobs. They have had loved ones die. You hear me? But they didn't pick up. They did not pick up. That's facing life on life's terms. You know, because for people like us, when we pick up, 
you know what the road is. Um, yeah, it's a reasonable expectation. It's a, it's a new life, you know. But the main key is, and once again, I want to violate the traditions, but we got to go to meetings. I know, you know, we got to go to meetings. We got to meet people. We got to get with people just like us. We got to get a support group. Got to be able to pick that phone up and call somebody and say, hey, man, guess what? I can't pay my rent. <laughs> and you know something? You walk through it. And every time we face life on life's terms and we don't pick up, our recovery gets stronger. And that's just the way it is. And we don't realize it because all that pain and all that worry and all that stress, all that stuff inside our hoo-hoo. But you know what? Our recovery gets stronger, even though we don't realize. So we're building recovery muscles, and that's what we call experience, strength, and hope. We go through these experiences, we see that we get to the other side, and that gives us hope in the future when we're going through something similar. Hey, I already went through this, and I came out the other side, and I was okay. That situation I never thought I could get over, I got over, I got through it, and I'll get through it again. That's our experience, strength. And that gives you hope to be able to do it again and to be able to face life on life's terms. We really can do this stuff. I know this stuff intellectually. Let's go to Bruce. Let's go to Bruce in... Bruce, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Riverside, California. Riverside? Oh my God, I can't even tell you what I always say right after Riverside. (laughs) That area is my home away from home. So uh, Bruce, you, you hear everything that we're talking about? Yeah, go Inland Empire, right? You hear everything that we're talking about and help me out with life on life's terms. You know, I know all this stuff intellectually and I could sit myself down and calm myself down and go, it's all going to be okay. This too shall pass. And it does. And I know it does from my own experiences, not even anyone else telling me. But the day that you're in it, it kind of sucks. Well, for, for me, I have to remember that most of us, and I can't really talk for everybody, but I will talk for myself. Even with 27 years of sobriety, I can become stubborn. You know, I, I, can, I, I can turn away from the big book and look at the book as Bruce sees it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> sometimes, and there are some times when the book as Bruce sees it doesn't really work for me because I heard you talk about expectations. Expectations will kick your butt from one side of the street to the other. Because you're not working in faith when you have expectation. Ooh. Um, faith is faith is, is is really a lot of what we deal with when we talk about. For me, when I talk about life and life's terms, everything I do, everything I do, when I wake up in the morning till I go to bed at night, is a choice. I make a choice, a conscious choice. What I've come to realize throughout my time is, for me, I have to be willing to take the consequences of each choice I make throughout the day. Sometimes they don't work for me, and I just have to be able to accept that. Or sometimes they work out really well, and then it's easy for me to accept that. I mean, it's as simple as deciding to take the freeway or the side streets, and you jump on the freeway, and you jump into a traffic jam, and it takes you... You know, it's a half an hour longer on the freeway than it would have if you went the other way. That's a choice. It might not have been a good choice, but it's a choice that I make. 
I'm the only one that makes those choices. And I do that based on the fact that my faith. I know today that every choice I make is, I'm willing to accept every choice that I make. It could be good, bad, or indifferent. So that's a lot of what happens to me um, when I talk about living, uh, uh, living life on life's terms. Uh, it changed a lot. When I was 12 years sober, uh, I'm a single dad. I've raised my son since he was a year and a half old. He uh, is just about to graduate college. But at one point in my life, I felt <clears throat> I wasn't doing a good enough job. Even though all my friends, even everybody told me, you're doing a great job as a dad. His, your son is amazing. He's the greatest, you know, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I didn't see it because I was having a problem with my, the faith in myself. So every morning when I used to get up, I'd get up and I would talk, you know, I would do my meditation. And in my meditation, in my quiet time when I'm with my spirit, I asked him to show me, show me he's around. Show me that he is in my life and walking with me. Because I was having a hard time with that at that moment. And I did that for two weeks. I prayed to, to my spirit, please, let me, show me a sign. You know, in the big book, they talk about Bob's, you know, burning bush moment. You know, they talk about that moment where that light clicks on and you, you turn, everything changes. You allow that light inside of you. Well, my spirit seems to have a, a sense of humor. <laughs> because when I, I was in Vegas, I was playing golf. And it was like two weeks after this whole thing started and a guy I was playing golf with didn't set his parking brake on his golf court. And uh, the golf cart started to roll backwards. It rolled down the hill, dumped me out of it and had the golf cart fall on top of me. Oh, geez. Uh, that's one of the words I used, but it was more, more explicit <laughs> at one time. Uh, but what happened with that was when I fell out of that, that golf cart and the golf cart f- fell on top of me, this is my humor in this story. I was between a rock and a golf cart. <laughs> um, but it perforated a tumor that was growing in my colon that I did not know that was there. I went to the doctor because I started to see some blood when I went to the bathroom. And it turned out that this tumor that was growing in my colon was a malignant tumor. And I was able to get it taken out of my body. And in a time when I wouldn't have, well, the doctors told me if I hadn't, if that hadn't happened to me, this tumor was a fast growing tumor and I would have been died. I would have died within six months because it was such an aggressive tumor. Oh my God. But because I caught it so early, I didn't have to go through chemo. I didn't have to go through radiation. They got it all out at the right time. And at that moment in my life, that was my burning bush. That was the sign that God was in my life. And I never questioned anything that happens in my life again. I have never done that. Everything that happens in my life happens because today I'm willing to accept any 
thing that happens when I make my choices. You know, I get blessed every morning. Uh, I may not be the oldest person that's on this show, but I just turned 60. I just turned 27. I get to wake up every morning. To me, that's a miracle for me. You know, and I get to live my day just the way it's going to turn out. I don't try to force anything. I don't try to push my will onto anybody. I just try to be the best Bruce I can possibly be. Carry that message. Give it to somebody. And hopefully they get to take it and run with it and have their life be as blessed as mine is today. You know, um, so that's, that's the miracle. That's how I live my life on life's terms today. There is nothing that happens in my life that I can't get through. Since I've been sober, I lost both my parents. I've been divorced twice. I've raised my son for the last 22 years. I've gone through bankruptcy. I've done a lot of things that most people would end up drinking and using over. I've been blessed that I haven't had to do that. I've been blessed with the fact that I could have died and I didn't. So I believe that there's something going on in my life that God has me has me doing living my life so I can do something good for other people. It's not just me. And that's why when Bobby asked me to come on to this show, I was willing to do it. That way I can I can also I hopefully can say some words that somebody else can can live by. Someone else can grab something a little bit, even if it's one person. That's that I've done my job, you know, that I'm blessed because that's what my purpose, my daily purpose is. Carry the message, work with others, have trust in God, and be able to move on from there. And uh, hopefully that, uh, you know, sheds a little light on what, <clears throat> what the question was that you asked me. What was the question? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Bruce, I did want to ask you, I did want to ask you, as you were sharing, you had talked about responsible for the outcomes of your decisions. Well, you know, when I guess the easiest way to put it is, you know, I get up every day. It's, it's, it's a form of acceptance. You know, even, even not accepting something is a form of acceptance. Because... Uh, or you think, I don't like the way that turned out. That's an acceptance of the fact that you didn't like what just happened. And I am willing to face whatever consequences that I uh, make, regardless of the outcome. Do you ever find yourself, Bruce, playing it on the safe side when you're making decisions because you're not willing to face the consequences and that perhaps we're still basing our decisions based on fears of our past? Uh, sure, I'm not perfect. I'm not a saint. I'm, I'm a human being, and, and we all do that. And then sometimes regret comes in because it's like, well, damn, why didn't I do it that way? Why didn't I allow myself to do it that way? But then again, I'm facing consequences for not being forward and, 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 and grateful and doing it the way I know I should have done and holding back. That's fear. 
I want to ask Bobby the same question because it sure seems to me, Bobby Ray, that you're living in a lot of faith. How many months did you say that you've been homeless? Oh, uh, 33 months. And you're uh, traveling all over the country, and I, I don't know what you do for work. I know you help a lot of people in recovery, and hopefully those people are helping you out and feeding you and putting you up and letting you get cleaned up and doing what you got to do, you know? I hope that's what's going on along the way, because you work your butt off in recovery, but it's not a paying job. So I'm thinking that you are living like the birds and not worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. So I want to ask you the same question. Are you making safer decisions because you're not willing to face the consequences based on your fears of your past. What kind of decisions? I mean, I get up in the morning. I thank God for waking me up. You know, I get food, I get water. And uh, believe me, through Facebook recovery uh, with 3000 friends, they pay it forward. Uh, I get a little SSI every month and, uh, you know, I just roll, Debbie. Uh, I don't have to make a lot of decisions. Um, I have been blessed through the 12 steps and the 12th step. Um, I've had a spiritual awakening, and that awakening was that it's not about me. It is never about me. I was walking through the 99-cent store parking lot yesterday. An 82-year-old guy was there with a bag of groceries and a couple of game bundles of time. Take his bag. And what you going to do? You know, you just wrote. Um, I have been really blessed. I've got a very good friend on Facebook. Her brother was in a horrible, horrible uh, car wreck yesterday. Uh, but Rebecca is not picking up. She asked for prayers. Um, it's not about me, Debbie. It's never about me. And the more I make it about you, the better my life gets. Period. Wow. Wow, that's a great share, Bobby. Thank you so much for that. I, 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 I would be pe- I would be petrified to live the life that you live. Yeah, you've got to keep it simple. You're real smart, and it's really harder for smart people. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> It's harder for smart people. Don't say you're not smart. You're one of the bravest men I know. I can't believe the way that. You know, you live, you just pick up and you just go. I really admire that. I would be petrified. You know, I'd have to have clothes for the dog. I'd have to have the right clothes for the dog to come with me. Well, everything's based on fear, Debbie. But you know what? Faith will overcome fear. And uh, I've been so blessed. I'll be back in Florida soon, but I have been just really, truly blessed. And I want to, once again, I want to thank you again for your radio show, I really think you're reaching out and you're touching a lot of people, uh, especially Facebook Nation. There is a lot of good recovery on Facebook, and I love them all, and I think you're helping them. Oh, thanks, Bobby Ray. Gosh, I really enjoy it. It's so cool for me to be able to come up with a topic and then just meet people all over the country and kick around some ideas. Bruce, what do you think about what Bobby was just sharing about this uh, faith canceling out my fears? Could I live like Bobby? You follow me on Facebook. Do you, do you think I could live that way? <laughs> well, no. you know, uh, no. Well, it, it for me, you know, I'm gonna. This is my this is my judgment time that's gonna pop through. <sighs> Though I know a lot of women that I have I've helped and seen and you know tried to get sober or seen in meetings that live on the streets. I don't know how they do it. I believe, and this may be a sexual. 
<clears throat> reflection, but I think men have a, an easier time than women do in that. But, you know, what I, what I, what I heard when I heard with Bobby talking about it, it says in the big book, half measures avail us nothing. It doesn't say half measures avail us half. It means half measures avail us nothing. Either we go out and live our lives to the fullest every single day, or we don't. You know, and those that don't go out and live their lives fullest, their 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 faith, their their strength, their everything that's about them doesn't really work for them. Because it, it it's hard. It's hard for me. I can only you know, again, I should really talk about from how I look at it. If I don't get up every morning and do exactly what's laid out in front of me, I could stay in bed, pull the covers over my head and play ostrich all day. Now, that works for some people. It doesn't work for me. I can't do that. I have to get up. I have to do what's out in front of me and get it done. And when I get done at the end of the day, I thank my higher power and say, thank you for letting me do it today. And if it's your will, let me do it again tomorrow. And if it's not, I've lived a pretty good life. I'm ready. (laughs) I I think I'm done here. I've done all I can do. (laughs) I gotta raise this chihuahua. Are we just? Are we just? Are we just? Just absolutely just blowing your mind, or no? You know what? I'm just really at peace with the whole thing. You know, I I bring up these topics because I have a a thought or three come through, but I'm I'm pretty well balanced, and and I need to talk about this thing because as Bobby was sharing, it is about service for others, and I put out a lot of my personal life. I put out a lot of my personal struggles on Facebook. And I decided at two years sober when the news media came to me and wanted me on the local news, my picture and everything about was I going to go public with this thing called recovery? Was I going to put my life out in the public eye to help other people? And I was faced with that decision. And to tell you the truth, my immediate instinct was to run, physically run. And then I thought about, I had just finished reading Nikki Six's book, The Heroine Diaries, and I thought about how much I admired him and how much I had admired what he had done and how he put himself out so publicly. And I thought, well, if I'm only going to be a fan, then that's selfish. I said, but if I'm willing to stand side by side and do what he did, then maybe somebody will think that I'm a hero too and I can help change somebody else's life. And that's what my life is about today. It's about giving back and it's about doing service. And through that, I get my healing. So... There you have it. It's still all about me. Thank you so much for being with us here at Sober in the City. And unlike the dope man, we really will be right back.
or alcoholic? Is someone you know struggling with this disease? Let the Freedom From Addiction Foundation assist you with our acclaimed intervention and recovery coaching services. For a very affordable fee, we can set up and perform on-site interventions, ongoing treatment supervision, and personalized recovery and life coaching services. We are local, we are a nonprofit group, and we can work within your financial parameters by accepting most major credit cards and working with or without your insurance. Call today, 1-877-876-2329. 1-877-876-2329. Again, that's 1-877-876-2329. Are you a suffering addict or alcoholic? Is someone you know struggling with this disease? Recovery starts with one phone call. Call the Freedom From Addiction Foundation today. 877-876-2329.